0: Welcome to the E3 Podcast, where we encourage, educate, and empower female entrepreneurs. I'm Melissa Johnson, and I have a mission to help female business owners um, transform their lives and their business. On this show, I'll be interviewing female entrepreneurs that are moms, that are business owners, and we're taking a deep dive into the struggles that they're having in their business and coming up with some great solutions on how they can transform their business and their life. So thank you so much for joining the show today. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and we're going to jump right in. Everybody, welcome back to the E3 podcast. Today I have my very, very good friend Healy on. She is also my co-host on the More Moms a Real Estate Podcast, so I am so excited that we finally get to do just, you know, one-on-one, me and you.
1: Just us. I am so honored to be here. So thrilled that you finally launched this podcast. You've been talking about it forever. It's an amazing podcast. So thrilled to be on here and just uh, every time I get to talk to you, I feel like more centered and just more, just just a little bit more awesome.
0: Aw. Thank you. No, I feel the same way. I always feel like I'm in a better mood. Like your mood is so infectious. <laughs> I don't know. It's like that smile. You're just always just so happy. But even when you're not happy, you still seem happy. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's one of those things that I think I've been, I was taught from a very young age, if you can put a
1: smile on your face, it's still good. So even in those moments where I feel down or even in those dark moments, I'm just like, okay, you got to kind of just dig it out of yourself. you got to just take it out and okay that doesn't work oh try again oh that didn't work but then you just it's all about coming from a place of gratitude so if you find yourself forcing it just think of the little things it's like the air you breathe the sunshine that's outside um, the nice weather you have right now Um, if it's snowing find something good about the snow it's just finding the little things and finding those things that's going to put a smile on your face, especially now where there's so much negativity and really? so much things that you could latch onto that's negative. I mean, I find myself doing that sometimes. I'll latch onto something negative or something like small that happened and it takes me down. But then I have to bring myself up. And I know we've talked about this at length before, like sitting in that dark hole and just wanting to just stay there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And how so you have you- having- pull
0: yourself out of that
1: it's just what i was saying just with the i mean they say having an attitude of gratitude but it's more than that it's like finding the smallest things to be grateful for because sometimes those are the only things that can take you out of that dark place that can take you out of that that hole of either depression or or and you know what before i go on i'm not i'm not a physician i'm not a therapist um So if you do need, if you're listening to this and you're in that dark hole and you're like, Peely, I've tried. Peely, I just, I don't want to, I don't, I just, I'm in this dark hole. Please, please reach out. Either to me or Melissa, reach out to a doctor, reach out to someone you know or have heard of, message them and ask for help. Ask, ask, you have to, you have to ask. Not everybody's going to see the hole that you're in. And even if they do, if you don't put your hand out, even just a little bit, they're not going to know to reach down and get you out.
0: Does that make sense? Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. I think that's good advice to just don't go down in the hole alone. I know we've talked about that before many times. That's what I love about like our, like having a support system, you know, like we have each other and we have Stephanie and Becca and, you know, all the other people in our lives that you know, it's okay to lean on people sometimes. And I, you know, I know we've had that conversation before where we just feel like we have to do everything and be everything at all times. And that's not real. I <laughs> you know. And you, and you both have, or you all have gotten like
1: text messages from me and we we've, we've decided on this, right? We, we made a pact that if somebody says, a grateful 10, we're going to try and drop whatever we're doing and either do a video or type out or do a message or do anything that just to say the 10 things we are grateful for in that moment. Not even asking the person that texts that to say it because sometimes that person would just, just needs to hear a couple of things. And between all four of us, that's 30 things that they'll hear from us. That will hopefully pull them out. So having a lifeline like that,
0: having you guys in my life has been phenomenal. It's great. I, it's nice, especially God, this past year, like all the things, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think more was born out of all the things that have happened this in twenty twenty. Um, because I had, I had this idea for more. I had. Um, I wanted to talk, I have mothers of multifamily, but I actually wanted to talk with a bunch of moms and have like conversations and, and have conversations not only about multifamily, but about real estate. Cause I wanted, I actually wanted to invite you. I wanted to invite that guy, I had thoughts about inviting Stephanie, but I couldn't because none of you guys are in multifamily. So I was like, okay, well, what if, what if I just did real estate? And I was like, wait, moms of real estate more more. And I remember we had a discussion that was like a Mm click, and all of a sudden like more was born and it's been, it's, I look for Thursdays. I look forward to Thursdays at one o'clock Eastern standard
0: every week, every single week. It's been amazing. Me too. It's, it's just like that nice girl time, right? You know, we can hang out, we can talk about business. We talk about life. Then that's, I love that we set up like those four pillars because that those things all are huge parts of our lives and they all are intertwined like so heavily, like marriage, money, mental health, motherhood, you know, murder sometimes like we <laughs> joke about. <laughs>
1: that's the one we're not
0: supposed to tell everybody. Oh yeah.
1: That's, Only between us.
0: It's a secret fifth pillar.
1: <laughs> Cause sometimes that's when the wine comes out though. So yeah, true. let's keep it. Let's keep it non-alcoholic. <laughs>
0: Wait, no, but seriously. we can talk about that now <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> this no. is
1: not this is not necessarily family friendly right no wh- wine is family friendly what yeah. would you do without wine
0: I, mm, I don't know it's my okay. friend <laughs> just a nice friend that just kind of comes to hang out sometimes you know it's when you need him yeah but we digress so. yeah <laughs> So I want to talk about um, kind of along these lines, like let's let's talk about mindset and like the power of of the positivity and kind of how you can, you know, I know we can get ourselves out of those places with gratitude, but um, what are some other things that that you use in your life? Like, do you, is there part of your routine that kind of helps keep you centered or what does that look like for you just this, to keep that good attitude going? This is one of my favorite things to talk about
1: because I know a lot of people see me and I usually have a smile on my face and I usually am upbeat and personable and I like, I want to be high energy because I want to give as much as I can. But I don't always wake up that way. I don't always feel that way. And the thing is, I start my day off right, and that's the only way I can, I can have this much energy. It's like it's three, almost three thirty here in New York, uh, in New Jersey, and you know, day full of house or not, uh, the school of work and house schooling, homeschooling. I couldn't figure out what that word is. Yes, <laughs> the oh, table of homeschooling and <laughs> podcasts and lots of paperwork and we're selling our house and all the things and i went i went into cvs for what was probably only my second time since this whole thing started and i'm just like but it's finding those moments that you know that you have to take that deep breath and a couple of deep breaths to really center yourself so i've jason and i my husband and i actually wrote this amazing book and i have the proof with me If you're watching this on YouTube or wherever you see your videos, I'm actually holding it up. It's actually called How to Master a Fit Rich Life in 15 Days. So I'm not saying that you're going to be absolutely perfect and the, you know, your best person in 15 days, but you're sure as well going to be so much closer if you follow the steps that we have in this book. And it's not out yet, but I'm going to give you a little taste of what's in here. So through the years of... I've had many coaches. I've had business coaches. I've had personal coaches. I've had, yeah, I'm going to actually hire Melissa as my happiness coach um, when this is all said and done. But especially in this time, I felt at the beginning of 2020 and at the beginning of this whole thing with covid I felt myself start to drop. My energy level started to drop. I started to drink more. And when I say drink more, I, was st- I started to drink a glass of wine a, a night. And that's a lot for me since, I was, since I've been pregnant. I used to, I'm a former bartender. I used to drink people on the table, not anymore. <laughs> One glass of wine. Sometimes it was only half a glass of wine, but I felt myself attaching to that glass of wine and needing it. And I was like, oh, Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, no, 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 that can't happen. We're not gonna go there, Peely. So as soon as I could, I cut alcohol out of my life. And then Jason and I, from uh, 2019, August, 2019, we started something called 75 Hard. Look it up, it's hashtag 75 Hard, it's by Andy Frisella. He's all over the internet with this now, look it up. It's a great system if you really wanna get your life back in line when covid started we were the way it's situated there's a break period between the second phase and the third phase that you're supposed to keep yourself on track or it's sort of like a seeing how you're going to do if you're not on this rule system and i wasn't failing but i was failing at the same time so before Before phase three started, Jason and I started ramping up. We actually started doing phase uh, 75 hard phase one again to ramp up to phase three, which was phenomenal because it included random acts of kindness and talking to strangers. And this was in COVID or this is in COVID. So having to talk to strangers was at first a little awkward, but you find yourself if you just smile at everybody while you're running, there's someone that wants to talk. And then you have these fantastic conversations. I know all my neighbors now, it's fantastic. Anyway, I digress. So through that and through completing 75 hard, that was, it was a phenomenal feeling. My body felt energized and I wasn't drinking and I felt like I could like do anything. So with the, within that and, you know, studying the works of Hal Elrod and the 12-week year and all these amazing people who have read these amazing books and just the years of studying all that, I actually came up with my own morning routine, and it's actually called Aloha. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it. It's very
1: <laughs> <new>. <laughs> We were I, I actually had it named Create at one point, but... Jason and I were talking about he was like, how can you make it more ours, yours? And I was like, okay. What if we use because he thought of another acronym for aloha? And I was like, well, what if we use aloha as our acronym for for our morning routine? So A is awakening get out of bed and I'm, what I'm about to tell you is nothing you've ever heard before. It's not rocket science. It's what these top performers, top earners do is what people do to keep their energy up throughout the day. And I'm not that I like to do this early in the morning. I wake up between 4:30 and 5:30 and I get this done. Okay. But you can also do this you know, later on in the day, if you need a burst of energy. So for me, A is awakening. You get out of bed, you brush your teeth, you do anything you need to do to like get a little bit of energy into your body, make your bed, don't lay back down and tell your body it is time to start this day. So if uh, some other things I do to prep for this, I'll like put my phone across the room. If I know, absolutely know that I'm going to wake up the next morning sluggish. I'm like, okay, phone is going to either go all the way downstairs or into the bathroom. I wake up, I splash water on my face, I brush my teeth, I have my gym clothes right there, and I get out of my bedroom immediately. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The next one is love. So the next five to ten minutes I spend on meditation. I spend on gratitude and affirmations, whether it is guided or I might just be sitting there, or maybe I have stuff to pray for. That's been happening a lot lately. There's so much going on in this world. I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna sit with God for a moment and I'm going to pray and I'm just going to connect and I'm just going to be one. Sometimes I follow, I put on Tony Robbins like probably once a week and I do his priming exercise and that's always phenomenal. So if you want a really, really good meditation and a really good way to bring in gratitude and gratitude for everything that's out there, Listen to Tony Robbins, priming, it's free on YouTube. So, and I also like to speak in the present during this, like saying to myself, I live a life filled with aloha. I live a life filled with love. I live a life filled with happiness. And it's changing the way, like in order to change the way you change your life, you have to change the way you talk. Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins calls it transformational vocabulary. Other people call it other things, but it's well known that the words you say and the words you put into your head, that's who you become. So if you tell yourself you're a negative person, or if you tell yourself, I don't want to smile and I don't want to be in a good mood and I don't want to, then chances are, I mean, even me saying that has like dropped my mood a little bit. So you have to say, I live a life filled with aloha. Even if you don't really feel it, say it. And your, your, your mood, your attitude, your spirit will just will improve that much more. So that's L is for love. O is for opportunity. So this is having the vision, vision boards, if you can see it and you can believe it. So if you can see it, if you can put it in front of you, if you can have that vision board, put it in front of you, visualize what that goal, what that dream, whatever it is that you want To have and hold, see it. Because if you can see it, if you can put it in your mind, then when the opportunity comes, and this is what I love telling people why opportunities pass people by so often, or they feel like they don't get as much opportunity as other people, is because those people who are visualizing themselves in that space, in that jet that you want to take to who knows where, in that in that beach house, in that home, maybe in that job. Maybe maybe what you want is a job. Maybe maybe all you want to do is go for a walk. Imagine that in your head. And chances are when the opportunity comes, you'll see it and you'll know to grab onto it. So we have to see the opportunity before we can even
0: get it. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I, and to take I, that even a step further is like not only visualizing that stuff, but feeling it. Like if you can, you can visualize it, but then feel what that feeling is. That's something that I do with my affirmations too, is you should always speak them in the present tense. It's very important to do that. But then also to try to harness that feeling. Like, what does that feel like when you do that thing, when you live, you know, in aloha, what does that feel like for you? And like, you just feel love, right? You feel those like positive, good feelings. And so, yeah. Yeah it's it's internalizing those visualizations and feeling feeling
1: what you would feel like in that position on that stage on speaking to those people having that in your bank account whatever it is feel those feelings like melissa said so o is for opportunity h you know i had to i know you know i had to put this in health you don't have to do a kabillion push-ups a day You don't have to do 75 hard. You don't have to do any of those things, but take at least a half an hour, I have to say. But even if you only have five minutes, 10 minutes, even that much helps, helps take your body to the next level. Follow healthy eating habits, drink as much water as you can stomach. I know you and I have had this conversation about 75 hard. Oh, the water killed me. (laughs) (laughs) If if that's something you can't do, then don't. But you and I both know that drinking a lot of water will help your system flush all the badness out. But if you're drinking so much water that you're just, you're in the bathroom all day, then you're just wasting time. (laughs) Um, So follow eating habits and follow routines. So Jason and I, I mean, like I said, we used to be bartenders. We used to run restaurants back in the day. So When I met him, we used to come to work at nine or 10 at night, and we would leave at seven in the morning after clean up and eating and talking. And that used to be what our day used to consist of. Now, now we use that. Now we've like completely switched and we've completely like we follow a routine. I make chicken usually every day. I pre-make it. I don't I don't follow like a plan, but I'll pre-make a bunch of chicken and it'll be chicken and something for all week for dinner. And during the day, we just eat like healthy snacks. Um, and then we drink a ton of water and we both work out twice a day as much as we can. This past, this September, I'm going to be honest with your audience, with the onset of homeschool, I'm... Tailored that down to once a day for 30 minutes because I had to. I had to use that time that I allotted for, for exercise, which is sort of extra time, but that time for exercise to really hone in and be with my kids. But the thing is, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do what you will with your time. And if you've allotted that time already, and taking that time away from social media, taking that time away from I don't know, watching the news or doing these things that don't really add to your life. Because that's what we had to do during 75 hard. I really had to take a look at my time. Because mm-hmm. if you know 75 hard, it takes a lot of time to do all the things daily on that list. So I had to make all this time. And how I did that was I cut out all the BS. So now I can take that time back and put it into my family or put it into things that really matter. So so that's health. So that's A or that's H. Next one is A. So A is to aspire. So this is what we always talk about. Surround yourself with the best people. Surround yourself with people that you look up to or peers that you know have your back. People that you know that you can talk to and be with and level each other up on a constant basis you need to you need to always it's not a revolving door but you need to know yourself enough to know when to for instance i've had multiple mentors but there's a point where i know i stopped listening not because that mentor is bad that all the mentors that i've had have been phenomenal but i've changed i've grown a little and i need another person to take me to the next level to take my life to the next level so kudos to all the mentors out there especially the ones that i've had here's a thank you to you if uh if you're listening to this so aspire you found you find greatness in your surroundings or the available lessons from others you know what aspiring also means read a read a book read a book about like somebody that you admire read biographies, Um, read, for instance, if you want to get into large multifamily, read books that pertain to that. If you want to get into hairdressing, read, read books that pertain to that. If there's a goal that you want to get, the cheapest way to do it is to go to YouTube, type it in, figure it out. That's, I mean, there's so much information, especially free information out there, that you can figure it out if you have the mind and will to try. So, that is aloha. That is, that is everything that we've learned from like, and from the miracle morning to Oprah, to Deepak, to, I mean, there's so many people that I can name that I've like sourced everything we do from. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's an amazing, I have amazing mornings because I've created my own system and I hope everyone that's listening to this will create their own as well.
0: I like that. And that's something, you know, I had a client um, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this kind of stuff, you know, cause I think like it's important. It is in, in, in any kind of, well, no matter what you're doing, right. No matter what it is, like, if you ever want to be successful, you've got to continuously work on yourself and you have to find what works for you. Cause that's the thing that that I, and you know, we're all personal development junkies. Like, I love this stuff. I mean, I, and you do, you like source things together. You know, it's like a lot of the things that I do and that I believe and that I share, it's not anything groundbreaking. It's not something that I just came up with on my own. It's like the sum of all these things from all these years combined with what your experiences are to make you, you, and to figure out what works for you and to like, have a self-awareness of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And back to the client thing, you know, we were talking about that and routines and stuff like that. And I said, I don't think there's like any like perfect routine that just fits for everybody. No. Right. Like, I know that I would die if I had to get up at four thirty in the morning, <laughs> And I feel awful about this. And this is something that, you know, she and I were talking through because if you're not that kind of person, there's an immediate, like you feel bad because you're not that way. Yeah. You got to stop that. Yeah. But in, but when you can understand, like we're all wired differently. Yes. My energy is not first thing in the morning. And I had to get over that because everything's like, well, you're not successful if you don't get up at five o'clock in the morning. And I was even listening to a podcast this morning where they were talking about the 5am club. It's like, I understand all that. Like I get it, but, but it's not that does you. not work for me. My energy level is much higher in the afternoon and in the evenings, and I could work late into the night because that's where my body, you know, is. You know, it's but that's thing. an awareness,
1: right? Yes, and the reason why I mentioned the bartending bit about Jason, and I because we our schedules used to be turned around. It's a choice we made, mm-hmm. and it's a choice that we internalized I and mean, it's a choice that we worked on. The thing is. You choose everything that you are, and you are not allowed to feel bad about that choice. I could have chosen to wake up at 9.30, but then my kids would probably be missing their mom for the first three hours of the day. My kids wake up early. So I chose to wake up earlier so I could be with my kids. Could I put my kids to bed later? And I could, but the thing is I made that choice. So the right. thing is, choose, oh, dear listeners, choose those things that make sense for you. If waking up at 4.30
0: doesn't that make just, sense, then don't gonna, wake up. Yeah. Like, nothing says you have, like, I totally, like, what you're saying is right on. Like, it, because it's, it's not when you're doing the things, it's the things that you're doing. Right? That's I'm gonna that. I'm just going to drop the mic right here. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's what It's like it's not, it's not when you're doing something, it is what you're doing. And if you're doing those things like you talked about in the Aloha, which I love, and those are all like habits of successful people for sure. If you do it in the morning, or if you do it at night, it doesn't mean you're less successful or less productive if you do those things before you go to bed at night you know, or later in the afternoon or in the evening, whatever. It's just the fact that you're doing those things that are going to take care of you. They're going to take care of your body. They're going to take care of your mind. That's what's important, right? Yes. No, that is everything
1: that I try and instill in people. That's why when people tell me, okay, 75 hard is too hard for me. I was like, well, that's why it's named 75 hard. If you can't do it, then who cares if you fail? Do you You don't have to follow the rules. The thing is, I am the type of person that needs something like 75 hard. I need these hardened, like hard rules that I need to stick to because that's just the type of person I need. I need the structure. I am a very unstructured person usually, or not usually. Like my energy can be very, very like kind of all over the place. But I use structure to hone it in and focus it so things like 75 hard are things that i need having aloha is something that i need if you are already sort of a structured person but there are things that you can't do in that that doesn't mean that you are a horrible person failing just means you're learning that that's not for you that 75 hard is not for you that this whatever program it is is not for you and even in our mentorship program I tell people about other mentorship programs. I'm like, I want you, I want you to go take a look at that program. I want you to go take a look at that, that person's program, this person's program, because I know that if they come with me, they might fail with me because I might not be the person that they need. Will mm-hmm. I tailor it to, to try and bring them up? Yes, but people connect on in different ways. So if they're not connecting with me in that way, I want them to find somebody that they're going to connect with.
0: Right. And I think that's like, that's huge and super important. And that goes to a lot of things, you know, that's cause I know I was feeling like, well, can I do business coaching? Like, am I going to be good at this? And i going to, want to listen to what I have to say, you know, and just all this self doubt and everything. And like, there's so many people out there doing this already, you know, why would somebody pick me? But then I had to realize, um, that, yeah, like you said, everybody's got a different flavor, right? <laughs> yes. Just, you know, like you resonate with this person or this person. And I think that's where, like, really being authentic, being authentically yourself, and you're going to attract and draw in those people that resonate with who you are. And then they'll want to come on that journey with you. But just Only because you're authentic. Yeah. And just because they don't doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with them. It's just, they have another, a different need, you know, they might resonate better with the next person and that's fine. But, you know, being true to who you are and putting yourself in that, of that light of like, this is me, this is what I want to share with you. And like we connect or we don't, and it's okay.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I mean that's throughout life, like you were saying, that's with everything you do. I mean, maybe you pick this big audacious goal, and audacious, excuse me, big audacious goal, and you start reading on it, and you go to YouTube, and you start learning about it, and you're just like, wow, that's not what I thought it was. Then change. You're allowed to. You're allowed to realize that this goal, this this thought, was a failure. We have to we have to start using the word failure as not bad connotation. It's only bad if you quit. And right. if you pivot, you're not quitting. You're being smart. So, for instance, Jason and I pivoted in 2018-2019 when we said we weren't going to flip houses anymore. Not that we weren't good at it. We were good at it. We just we just weren't good at the systems. We just mm-hmm. weren't good at at putting down the hammer, as uh, Justin Williams used to like to say. We used to always pick up the hammer. We could do it better than anybody else. We could do it quicker. And of course, in a lot of instances, yeah, that could have been true. But was that the best use of our time? No. So we couldn't scale in that business. Large multifamily, especially out of state, we had no choice but to systematize and leverage and outsource basically everything. And... It has been an amazing transition and it was an amazing pivot because it allowed us to know ourselves and you can't do these pivots until you know yourself. And it takes great coaches because it was actually our house flipping coach, Bill Allen, that called me out on that. He was like, Peely, it sounds like you've been asking us for focus. What do you need to do to actually get that done? And I was like, I have to stop flipping. He was like, well, then that, there it is. I was like, okay. And this came from my house flipping coach. So good coaches will tell you. Yeah, the hard tell you. Things.
0: yeah. And you want people like that. You want people that will tell you or, you know, call you out on stuff mm-hmm. too, Right. I know my, my coach has called me because I use a business coach too, and not for house flipping anymore, but uh, for my coaching business, I have a coach mm-hmm. and he's called me out on some stuff before. And it's like, he's like, well, it sounds to me like you're having a, a limiting belief about that. And you know, and why are you still doing this thing? If you don't even want to do that anymore, like, you need to stop. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know, but just this one more deal, like, you know, cause we've been talking about that, like transitioning. Cause you know, I came to that point for me, or it's kind of the same thing, you know, burn out on flipping and it's like, okay, what's next, you know? And actually Beck and I had a really great conversation. This is again, back to the, like having your tribe. Right because she had gone through that experience. And so I called her one day and I said, I got to talk to you. Like, how did you get through that? How did you walk away from this thing that you were obviously good at, that was doing well and everything, and then like do something completely different? To me, that was just the bravest thing, you know, and, and here I am sitting here with like my little fears and my little suitcase. (laughs) You're like, I want to do this thing, but I'm kind of scared. And you know, and, but talking with her helped me and she helped me understand that sometimes like you do something for a while and maybe it just runs its course and it's okay. And for me, it was, it was this great weight off of me just to have that permission to say, you know, like you're saying about pivoting, you know, it's like you did it and, and it was great. Just like I flipped a lot of houses and I was good at it and I had systems and processes and stuff. It was fine, but Do I want to do that anymore? No. And it's okay that I don't want to do that anymore. Just like for anybody else that's wanting to change over into something else.
1: You're allowed. You're allowed to change. I mean, I if I went through the scope of the changes and the different jobs I've had throughout my life, it's like I I would lose count on my fingers because you're just you're allowed. You're allowed to change. You're allowed to reinvent yourself. Just don't hurt yourself in the process, but you're allowed. I think so often we get ourselves stuck in this like version of ourselves that we think to be the correct version. Whereas that, that other version that, that like, that one's like, just a little bit happier that that's a little bit like more systematized in my case. It's like right there. I just have to make the choice to, to just be her and it's, it's hard. Like I have a hard, I have difficulty with change, like especially abrupt change. So this whole like moving thing, it's been like lots of breathing, lots of deep breaths, especially since our, our house. I mean, I really, I'm going to jinx it, but our house went on, on market on Thursday. And we were in attorney review on Wednesday and we just had inspections yesterday. So in the span of seven days, my house went under contract, like, hard under contract. We're out of attorney review. They've had inspection. So it's, 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 been, a, it's been quick. <laughs> so keeping up with that and just knowing myself and knowing I have to breathe through it. I have to know that change is okay. I have to know that pivoting is okay. And I know that this change that we're taking is exactly what Jason and I and our
0: family need. I think too, like going back to your routine, it probably, do you feel like having that in place for you now helps you deal with all of these things that are happening now for you just with all the change and stuff. Does that help keep it's, you? It's stabilizing because it's a
1: good reminder of all the things that I should be checking in on. Am I being healthy? Am I drinking my water? Am I eating healthy? Am I, did I work out today? Because sometimes, especially in this month, I'll actually forget. And if any of your listeners have been following me, I'm like usually the one that I, like I'm doing pushups. Like, everywhere and anywhere. I've actually forgotten a couple of days to work out. And I'm like, okay, well get yourself out of bed, Peely, do some push-ups, do some jumping jacks, and that wakes my body up, yes, but I feel better for it because I know my body needs that that energy, that exercise. So giving yourself the grace to forget things is okay, but knowing and having a list and having a system that I can go back to, even like, even with Aspire, like surrounding myself with greatness, like there's, there's a reason why I had that thought I did to create more because I knew I needed to surround myself with amazing women that I get to talk to. And there's another word that needs to be in your listener's vocabulary. I get to, it's Mm -hmm. not that I have to talk to you ladies. It's not that I am being like held at gunpoint. It's not that we're, I mean, we all like we've like dug out this time to spend with each other in our busy mom and business lives. It's, I get to, I get to surround myself with these women. I get to talk with you guys on a weekly basis. I get to call up these amazing, amazing women that I know because of, because of moms of multifamily, I get to call them up and I'll, I'll be like, I'll have a question. I'll be like, Hey, I have a question about something what is this? And they'll be like, Oh, I went through that like a couple of years ago. This is what you do. This is what I did. Maybe might not be the same thing, but these are the steps that I took. And I'm just like, I didn't think of that, but it's having that connection with people. And I know in this time of COVID and I, this time of sort of disconnect, we need to make those connections even stronger. And I feel like I've done a pretty good job at doing that, even though it's, it's like reaching out through this camera that I'm staring at and looking at you, but I know we're going to try and plan something for the, for the mamas of, of real estate soon, where all four of us are going to get together. So hopefully that happens. <laughs> we'll have
0: to, we only have to make it happen. Yes. We're going to choose to make that happen. We're going to choose to make that happen. Yes. Because yes. we get to spend time together because yes. That is everything as <laughs> yes, we choose to spend time together. <laughs> I choose to hang out with you. Yes. Well, that's like another thing though, right? Like editing people, like not only situations, but people in your life too that are negative, like bringing negative influences and stuff. Since we're talking about having a positive mindset, you know, it's like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they positive people? Are they negative people dragging you down, making you feel bad about yourself, criticizing you all the time? Like, and sometimes it's the people that are the closest to you. I was just gonna say that, and it is, and that those are the hard edits to make. But sometimes you have to, in order to take care of yourself. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about that person or you don't love that person mm-hmm. by any means. It's just you're protect, you're setting a boundary for yourself. And those, like you said, they're the hardest ones. Like, oh, because they
1: surround the person that you thought you were, but sometimes that person is dying inside because she or he is connected to all this negativity. So you have to unhook that negative flow in order for you to grow. Mm -hmm. I just just made a rhyme. Um, Mm -hmm. I should quote that. (laughs) It's I mean, I know your listeners out there, and we, we don't have to dive deep into all of our stories, but I know you guys have all been through negative things and attached to negative people. And remember those stories, but don't let them bring you down because those are, those are not failures by any means. Those are learning points. Those are things that you're going to learn from because if you don't learn from them, chances are you're going to repeat them. So learn from those mistakes that you've made, no matter how much time you you were in that time period, you can still learn and you can still grow. Tomorrow is another day. The next second is another second. This moment is everything. So you still have this moment to learn from those moments before that have brought you down. I know sometimes I let my past bring me down because all my mind will wander and I'm just, I have to shut it off. And I have to be like, okay, Peely, that was, that was years ago. You're mm-hmm. not that girl anymore. You're not that person anymore. Actually, I'm gonna think, uh, somebody asked me the other day, you know, and I know you've gotten asked this question. If you could tell yourself, From 10 years ago, 20 years ago, if you could give them a piece of advice, um, what would it be? And I would actually tell myself, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, don't listen to me. I am who I am because of what you are going through. So thank you. Thank that version of yourself for. the pain, the suffering that she might be, or he might be going through. Thank that version of yourself for going through that and making you who you are, that strong being that you get to, you get to be right now. And you get to grow into another version of yourself and another version of yourself. And, you know, until, you know, you're looking down and, but that's another story.
0: but oh, we're, yeah. thank we're, that. Always growing. we're always growing yeah. and changing and you aren't the same person that you were, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Who wants to be? Nope. Right. Like I wouldn't, I don't feel like I would change, like I have been through some rough things and, but I still don't think I would change any of those things. Do I wish it had been easier for sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, but would I change it? No. You know, because okay. everything would be different. Everything. You know, I'm, I probably wouldn't have my kids that I have now and, you know, be doing what I'm doing right now. And all those things in my life right now that bring me joy might not be there if I'd have made different choices in the past. So definitely honoring your past and who you were and who you've become and who you will become too, you know, cause you're not done. You know, like you said, tomorrow's a new date. Tomorrow's a, if you don't like where you're at right now, change. Switch it up. Yeah. This is good. I feel, I was feeling kind of tired, but now I feel really energized. (laughs) Probably gonna go for a run after this. Okay. I'm not that ambitious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I had a, I had an abbreviated uh, 15 minute workout this morning. So I have to go take care of at least another 15 minutes so but being like we said before it's being true to yourself and being true to the rules that I've set for myself so I have to go do that I have to I have to have the restraint not to just go and eat pizza with my family because it's Friday oh
0: that sounds really good (laughs) I just remember with all the forgetting like I think I forgot to eat lunch so oh no eat lunch I know. I do. Th- I, this is what I do, though. I, like you said, you forget to do things. You forget to work out. I usually just forget to eat.
1: Yeah. No, that's why I keep it in front of in front of me. If I'm hungry, I just jet downstairs, grab something that's already made, throw it into my mouth. Doesn't have it, like as as long as it's nutritious and it keeps my body going. I believe fu- that food is fuel. Yes. Yes. And I know foodies are cringing all over the world. Yes, you can, you can enjoy your food. You can take those moments and have those meals that are just that are making me salivate as I talk about them. But on the other hand, if you have those types of meals for every meal or every day, and, you're, and they're not necessarily good for you, then that needs to switch. So in my head, I, I see food as fuel most of the time. And then those, there's those special times that I'm like, okay, I'm going to savor this huge steak in front of me because I can down the steak or potatoes or like just, you know, all the protein. Okay. Now I want steak. Ugh.
0: You're good. I'm just like, give me all the carbs. I want all the bread, all the pasta. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm all about all the pro- all, all I the could carbs. do
1: without the meat. I could care less about protein, but. Honestly, I live on peanut butter sandwiches. I'm going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> They're whole wheat bread or, you know, whole grain bread. So
0: that's why we say I could live off of popcorn and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my go-to. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for your time today and for sharing. And I can't wait to get my copy of your book. And I'm super excited. It's going (laughs) to be a www.fitrichlife.com
1: um we're putting together the website and we'll probably put it on amazon we actually don't know this is how jason and i kind of operate we're just like okay we have a goal just do it because if we if we systemize it too much then we don't do it so we just we wrote the book got the proof made and then we'll figure out how to how to get it out there to everyone i'm gonna send you a copy though Melissa. yes better be
0: signed too i will i'll <laughs> sign the,
1: i would sign this one but i think i have to return it with all my
0: my markups. But it looks great. And I, I can't wait to read it and implement some aloha into my life too. Yes. All the aloha all the time. Yes. Yay. Well, thanks again. And uh, is there anywhere else that you want to share for people to, to get in touch with you? Um, if you want to know more about me, you can
1: find me on Facebook. I think I'm the only Pili, Y A R U S I on Facebook. So if you if you type that in, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, all the places, TikTok. Um, TikTok, if you want videos of me uh, doing push-ups. pushups. But if you really want to dive deep and figure out uh, about our mindset training, definitely go to www.fitrichlife.com. Or if you want to learn about what we do in real estate, go to www.yarusiholdings.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again. I love you so much. And you. I'm Ooh. so grateful for you and our friendship and yeah, <laughs> Melissa, <laughs> you're awesome. Thank you.